The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Wrestling Brain. Hello and welcome. It's Sunday night. It is hell. It's Monday morning. God damn it. Here on the East Coast. It is time once again for the best motherfucking show in professional wrestling. It is Wrestling Brain. I'm your boy, the Zoobs. I am absolutely through the roof hyped up. It is Revolution 2022. It happened. It was people are people are in the chat going fucking nuts, frankly. People on the people in the podcast listening to this tomorrow morning. Good for you. You went to bed early. The f- real freaks, the real maniacs, the real brainiacs, the real heads, they are here at midnight Eastern time and they are blowing up the chat saying, The business, what a beautiful night to love the business. Revolution twenty twenty two. Josh, you said it on Twitter early this week. You said to me this is the most stacked pay-per-view in AEW history, and here we are having watched it. How are you feeling, baby? What a show, Zooms. Uh, You know, some things to talk about in terms of uh, our likes, our dislikes, betters and worses, but only really within the context of uh, what an amazing show we got to take in tonight. I would say two in a row sort of historically good Mm pay-per-views for our beloved All Elite Wrestling, and that's what what it's all about. Thank you all for joining us tonight a buzzing chat like you pointed out zooms and i am as fired up as ever to do this show i will ask everybody out the gate if you were here for the first time please consider hitting a follow we're on the road to 2000 brainiacs around these parts and we would love you to be part of us making that of course if you have amazon prime consider a twitch sub through prime it's the easiest way to do it so easy you're you're currently giving all your money from your amazon prime subscription to jeff bezos you could be given a little slice of that pie to your boy the zooms and me your pal josh c and with that, Zoobs, yeah, I mean, let, let's take the overhead view before we get into scores, before we get into anything. Mm-hmm. Our shared wrestling brain timeline, my personal timeline, uh, I don't think it's even really this alive during the Rumble, during WrestleMania. Yeah. I think of All Out as their big show or maybe Double or Nothing, not Definitely. really Revolution. I'm tempted to say this was the most um and again I'm not a good I'm not a good person to ask for this. My life is very catered to wrestling, but sure. within those spheres that I go, it felt uh, like people were tuned into Revolution tonight. Very interested to see their pay-per-view buys. Was that the same for you Zoops? Did you get the sense that people were really tuning into this show? Absolutely it was. And I know we make a lot of uh, I don't know how to say fuss. We talk quite a bit about Saturday versus Sunday pay-per-views. I think we generally fall in liking Saturday pay-per-views, but yeah. in sort of taking the zoomed out view of it, it wasn't really up against a whole hell of a lot tonight either, right? Like there wasn't sure you've like even if you want to do like euphoria wasn't on right like, like, like there was there's really no other big there's no football on there they ufc was yesterday there was really nothing against them tonight i agree my timeline was buzzing about this thing basically all day to be frank with you people were like the afternoon people were like i can't wait for this show to start they were um talking about different 
different, uh, you know, um, matches they were excited for, all that kind of stuff. I felt absolutely, as you did, absolutely came alive during the show. Uh, a great night to love the business, as I say in the in the title of the show, and, and we'll repeat, as I said off the top, um, you, you, a feeling, as you said, back-to-back historically great PPVs, back-to-back PPVs coming out of it, and just feeling like even if you had some lows, even if there was some things, some moments where you weren't as high or didn't think it was like the best thing you've ever seen, it. like I came away with a great appreciation of like – um, putting on these huge spectacle things and and paying them off in 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 satisfying ways. I'm going to put it plainly: it's just never been a better time to be a wrestling fan. Yes. If you are currently into all elite wrestling, you're following some new Japan, well, whatever you're taking in the high end of this stuff. Um, it's frankly at at new levels. Uh, I'd also like to ask people, Zoobs, if you're here. You probably know other people who are watching this pay-per-view tonight. Text them. Let them know. Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain is where it's going down. Do so we have some uh, subs to thank there? Oh, boy. We got, a, we got a whole bunch of stuff out of the out of the top here. Kev Sell, 16 months sub to the channel. I love that. That is uh, 16. Look at that. You did. boy. I'm proud of you. Uh, Pacefell. Pacefell going gifted. Going with the five gifted to CSEPA, Hollow HMR, ALB19, Keeg1717, and X Nanners. Uh Mitt Clacks with the follow. We appreciate that. Mac Man, an hour ago with the follow. We love it. We love the subs. We love the follows. We appreciate all the brainiacs that hang out with us here live at twitch.tv slash wrestling. Stone Cold DT renewing a sip for the working man. Yeah, I've got a, a little splash of uh, good stuff and soda over here. Mm. A little mint and lemon in there and my uh, new St. Remy to go cup. Very beautiful. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't even want to know where you got that. That's how exclusive. You know, the, the true exclusive things in people's lives, you don't ask them how they got them. You just acknowledge the rarity and the scarcity. Uh, we are going to be taking calls tonight, Zoobs, which I'm very excited about to get people's reads on this. We're doing that. I don't know, maybe during the review. Apple, well, we'll figure out exactly when it just plays calls. But if Ryan Schaap calls in tonight, he can tell you how I got a hold of that cup. I'll, I'll let him tell you <laughs> the story. But Zoobs, let's do it. Uh, the plugs are out of the way. We've begged. We've pleaded. Thank you all. Let's have a big night here. We're going all night. It's late night. Who cares about work? Being tired on their time is cool. Mm-hmm. You're living your life right now. Zoobs, let's get into this, I'm comfortable saying, very great pay-per-view with a match that I did not think was going to be the opener. Uh, I asked my Discord today, which of course you can join at patreon.com slash j0shc for $5, uh, what's going to open the show tonight? Uh, and personally, I thought it was going to be the ladder match, mm. uh, but another popular pick was the three-way tag, uh, which of course I think made a lot of sense as guesses. Would you have been on one of those two if you were guessing what was going to open the show, do you think? I would have said the ladder match. If you had asked me on Friday what I thought yeah. was opening, I would have said the ladder match for sure. It's it's it has sort of come along uh, in the the recent history as sort of like the de facto or or the other like those two picks would have been my two picks. Those are sort of the the two like a, tri- a trios tag, a triple threat tag, like a fast moving match and a ladder match with some major moments. It is how fans have been getting hooked into pay per views in the recent yeah. history. So I was surprised that it wasn't one of those. I, I would agree with that. Very well said, Zoobs. Uh, but before I suppose we dive all the way in, why don't I ask the Brainiacs in the chat? I have a feeling uh, what we're going to be getting yeah. here. I saw some complaints of a little long on the timeline. We'll address those throughout. Sure. But I suppose I will ask you the Brainiacs in the chat, the zillions of you here right now, on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best, what would you rate tonight's pay-per-view, AEW Revolution, in the damn books? Zoobs, do you want to go to your score first? Uh, it's at the seven for me. I mean, some as you said, 
Um, the heights, the heights get hit. I think we we see some stuff that we're going to remember for a very long time. Matches that will matches that like the CM Punk match. I'll, I'll just say it instead of dancing around it. You're, you're going to be talking about that CM Punk match for a long time. I feel uh, that's how I came away from it. I was like, that's going to be one of the things that you remember years from now when people are talking about wrestling rap matches that you liked when you were younger. Like I, so I sort of put it in that level. It's like it's it it sort of transcendent uh, level stuff that you see sprinkled in here, and then some other stuff that was very good. Um, I thought the triple threat match was uh, well. That tag was really good, like really, really good. Um, yes. And you know, not everything. Again, not maybe not everything was was spot perfect, and there there were things you could pick from. But um, the treat that you get and the heights that you get to hit with these moments makes it a seven for me, no question. Yeah, it looks like basically perfect sevens from the chat too. It's a couple of people with like a six point seven five or something, but. You know, yeah, 6.75 6. 6. is the coward seven. Six point, well, I, I, I know what happens. People do 6.5 because there's one thing they didn't like, right? And they, right. But it, that's it, not... it would be a seven if they sort of say, whereas I right. sort of come from the school is like, if, if I'm in the, if I'm in the like, oh, I'm giving this a seven mindset anyway, like. It's a seven. Or Orlando sucked tonight. I thought they were kind of a fair crowd, if I'm being honest. Besides the main event where they got a little cheeky with the annoying chance. But I thought they were there for everything except for Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Uh, and then they got them. They they got there uh, by yeah. the time that the action picked up once Rosa got her offense in. So, no, I don't agree. Uh, um, Troy line saying, people do 6.5 because they are cowards. That, who's ever saying it better than Big C, Suits? Only you. I haven't, you heard him him. Say, I haven't heard him say it wrong yet. You know what I mean? So people could say it as right as him, but nobody could say it more right than him. Yeah, incredibly easy seven for me. One of the best pay-per-views I've ever watched. Uh, I enjoyed basically everything on here. Even my nitpicks would be just that, the, the problems I have with this show when compared against other pay-per-views that I've watched uh, seem hilarious to talk about. This was time incredibly well spent. I looked forward to this. I called this on our preview show the most stacked AEW pay-per-view going into it. I feel like it delivered on that, which what could be loftier expectations? Seven. Thank you, Quick Party 2, for the subscription. 11 months. Bobby man. the Brain saying, the main event was flat as all hell. No heat. I don't think so. <laughs> things got, That's things, me. we'll talk about it, obviously, but things, things got a little, the crowd got, the crowd got a little weird um, it, it, with some of the Hangman stuff, but Adam Cole sort of brings that out of people sometimes where he sort of yeah. can't help himself, but to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on well, the crowd, as, as so many things in wrestling, the crowd thinks it's the funniest thing ever that these guys' right. names are both Adam. And to me, that's like, that doesn't really even qualify as a joke. I know, I personally know three people named Adam. It's not that, like, right. it's not that funny to me, you know? Zeus, were you laughing at that? I honestly didn't even really notice it, yeah. to be frank with you. I, like, because, because I've heard all the, I've heard the crowd chant so many times that, like, I didn't even really realize they were not chanting whenever they were substituting Adam for. I was sort of like, I was like, it, it's it's this dull, like, uh, refrigerator-running buzz for me. Unless the crowd is going absolutely nuts when they're chanting things, I was like, Adam, it's yeah. barely even registering in my brain that the, that the crowd is doing something. Probably the healthiest viewing experience imaginable, <laughs> yeah. too, when you consider it. Um, Qui-Gon Gin and Juice, which remains one of the best names around here, saying, I mean, it's a little weird your mega babyface was doing heelish stuff. But it's Hangman beating Cole at his yes, own game. Exactly it's, right. It's not weird at all. He was being attacked three on one. What do you want? You wanted to play by the rules when he's he's down in a handicap three to one match. That's yeah. that's a baby. You can't. I'm not saying you're doing this. No, uh, no, I understand. People complain about it's like oh, baby faces. They can only act dumb in New York, and then it's like Hangman torques a guy around the the ropes. It's like oh, it's weird that the baby face is doing heel stuff. It's like well, 
he's in a fight where three people are fighting him at once. Like, I, I don't think that's weird at all. I think that's consistent. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I had, so, I, you won't yeah. believe what Stone Cold Steve Austin, the most over baby face of all time. Some of the, <laughs> yeah. the heelish tactics he was up to. Let me tell you. He, you were a heelish tactic. Yeah. Never be a bigger pop than he stuttering should, Stacey. He should respect when he should respect his boss at the end of the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, the guy's yeah, his boss. Be, we all got work to do. Uh, but yeah, no, run. listen, there was there was things I, uh, you know, for most of Danielson Mox, I was sort of like, huh, didn't it didn't. Uh, I think people really liked it a lot more than I did. And we'll get into that when we get into the review of the show. Sure. Yeah. How do you want to cover this show, Zoobs? Do you want to start with the beginning of the pay-per-view and work our way up, or do we want to start at the move main event and work our way backwards? I think we should move up because the front the front half of this thing is pretty is pretty banger heavy, and uh, and I think we I think we'll not speed through the back half a little bit more, but I think there there's a lot of stuff worth talking about in the first half of the show. I want to talk about why no too. title <laughs> changes, says Tuck in Shay. One my least favorite arguments in all of wrestling. Why no title changes? There should be title changes because no one lost their title that yeah. easy. Nuts. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston is what kicks off our main or sorry our main event our main card of the pay-per-view of course after a pretty good buy-in I thought um I think that we both going into this match and correct me if I'm wrong Zoobs were maybe more interested than we thought we'd be in what Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston might look like um was this going to be something more akin to a Chris Jericho sort of funky work the outside uh trickery match or are we going to go Eddie Kingston becomes Misawa for 12 minutes and Jericho and Eddie get their no sell all Japan on? Big Holy ass moly. thumbs up for me. I love this fucking thing. Um, and I, I, you got to give credit to the to, to one of the greatest of all time, Eddie, uh, Eddie really getting up there with, with Jericho, who did an unbelievable job in the sports. You read the Sports Illustrated interview he did? Unbelievable. I did, yeah. Like the the Eddie Kingston comes on here and talks about how he loves all Japan. I was fucking in all Japan. I fucking wrestled all the like. Oh, he loves Tenru. I was. I know yeah. Tenru. Like I'm actually. <laughs> I, I loved it. I, that added so much to me. And uh, Eddie getting the big one, getting the big win. It does mean a lot. Jericho was right. It does mean a lot for him to beat fucking Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston. That that's the that's the step. Uh, I loved it. I thought. Uh, I thought. Uh, a, a great showcase of the kind of thing that Eddie can do and the kind of baby face that Eddie can be. And I want to point out in the chat here, Mac man, first time viewer coming from the wrestler review. Look at that. Josh on wrestler review this oh. week, pulling viewers. Zoobs also on the wrestler review. Perhaps you're here from the Zoobs. Uh, and of course, go listen to that. I was on the wrestler review talking about Mabel, AKA big daddy V this week. I had a riot uh, with Dylan over there. Who's of course been on this show. So a great time watching. Thank you for swinging by. Listen, man, uh, sometimes wrestling only has to be forearms, chops, and half and half suplexes. So, and the odd no sell to get me hype. This was fighting spirit. This was Bushido, the Judas effect that Kingston hits. Uh, both these guys going, okay, we're both going to risk paralysis on these half and halves. We're going to give that each other. That first one, that first one to start the match. I was like, Eddie, let's go. <laughs> I hope somebody got, got a photo of the Eddie Kingston backhand. I'm sure at some angle, sweat was flying off of Chris Jericho's head like a son of a gun. Can't remember the last time. I'm sure there, I'm not saying there wasn't one in AEW. I'm literally, take this at me, my word. I can't remember the last singles Chris Jericho match I enjoyed this much. I can't remember it. Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom 14, maybe? So like, yeah, my, my big hot take is I liked this better than Mox Danielson and thought it was like, because was it was, hot? because it was so, it was such a like better distillation of that, like physical, I was like, eh, it sort of overshadowed it to me. Not close to me. This is way better than that match. I think Yeah. this is either, this was the second best match on the card to me. I would agree. 
Well, um, depending on your mileage on the on the on the on the tag, which I thought was red hot as well. I no and, and the tag that. team, I was like, whoa, and very happy. You you called it. Anyway, we get to that. But yeah, this Eddie, this Eddie, Chris, I was uh, thrilled and like emotional for Eddie, which Eddie is maybe again, I'm one of two three people on this show that um, speaks to me in a way that I didn't expect to be spoken to. Which is what, what I went through yes. with Hangman last year, right? Where I was like, whoa, this guy's telling a story that I did not come into a wrestling show prepared to be told. Uh, Eddie's doing that. I and mean, if you were here for Friday lunch, uh, we watched Eddie promos and it was like, I can't wait. I was like, damn, I was touched by watching those old Eddie promos. So, um, yeah. It's, Just how long he's been good for, too. Huge, huge to me. Huge to me. So I love seeing, I love seeing this. I love we, – we talked about the story. I think we both sort of – talked ourselves into Jericho win on the earlier this week. Am I, am I did. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Jericho was going to win this. So meaningful. I, 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 you at least convinced me that was probably going to happen. So it was meaningful for, to me to see Eddie get the win. I like the story now of like Eddie sort of is laser focused now and sort of has the, like the win under his belt that he needed. And what he did in this match was come in laser focused uh, and hit his shit the way that he goes. Uh, I thought of great. And I, again, as I cannot state enough as the chat is pointing out, Easily the most I've enjoyed a Jericho match in – I don't even know, man. His best AEW work by a mile. I mean, to me, Eddie is flawless. The matches, be it Miro, be it Punk, be it Jericho, the promos, basically a league of his own. Flawless wrestler. An absolute gift to this company. And one of the guys that I feel silliest to being the latest to arriving of, not being Same. familiar Absolutely. to him before Absolutely. NWA power. And, yeah, he's just amazing. Uh, a couple things I really like just as uh, touches on this match that Eddie Kingston's like, you know, guys get pay-per-view gear. Yeah. Like Eddie Kingston just has a new single. <laughs> same, <old>, same old <laughs> fucking thing. Oh, like, it's a new shiny version of the same old shit. Okay, that's nice. Um, and I don't know if other people caught this, but they had the camera mics on when Chris Jericho was entering. So we were getting a lot of the crowd singing. Some uh, incredibly off-key, I'm a come, I'm a come, I'm a come, <laughs> on the entrance, which had me absolutely howling. Um, if you like the fighting spirit, if you – oh, the, the suplex that uh, Eddie ends up putting – or sorry, the suplex. The submission that Eddie ends up putting him out with with the arm to the far side. I mean, these guys were torquing on one another. The crowd alive for the walls of Jericho too. It just – this is my kind of match, man. Eddie afterwards, I won. I won. This is this is, this is is why I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, I'm not afraid to be insanely in the tank uh, for this. Super, super, super happy. Like, uh, in a way that I don't get for other wins for other people. Like, I'm just sort of happy that Eddie won in a way that is, like, different than, like, oh, it was a good match. I was like, it was really a showcase of why you should love uh, Eddie, and, and it, it took off. And I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just really excited. First half of the show was too stacked to stake a buns. We are spoiled children, says Hunter Ridge Farms. <laughs> Baseball saying, I don't know if Eddie Kingston will or should ever hold a belt, but I will cry if he does. Yeah, I mean, he's he's outstanding. Uh, yeah. Danny DeRoche is saying, he's got that my, mankind feel to him. Never expect him to win, but when he does, the people go nuts. I think, I, yeah, that was the exact comparison I made Wednesday, I think. Was and the, those are your the, guys. Those are the, those are the, that's the Josh C. Stable. Couldn't give, uh, couldn't give a better, a better, uh, what am I trying to say here? Endorsement mm -hmm. than that. Good friend Jake saying, Eddie is flawless. Good friend Eddie Jake with me. Shaking your hand, good friend Jake. There we go. That's our opener, about as hot of an opener as you could hope for, uh, and Revolution was off uh, to a roaring start, I would say, Zoops. Yeah, and I, you sort of mentioned the the other small things. I love that uh, quietly, one by one, sort of Eddie has amassed like the best of his favorite guys 
in all Japan, all the Japanese like striking, like he sort of absorbed yeah. it. He does all the little like smaller. I really like that. And good job on commentary calling them all out as, as like where he was picking his moveset up from and where all this stuff was coming from and all the inspirations, I thought. Um, very yeah. well executed all around. It's outright funny to me that like Eddie Kingston liking all Japan is part of his on-screen character at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the meta is so weird. It's like, oh, this is the style of match he likes. So it's the style of match he has. Like you could sort of sell it as, you know, a fighter likes a fighter. So he fights like that fighter. Yeah, um, and it's you could also sell it. I I think if you really wanted to mega brain it, you could sell it as like that's what people who look like him do, right? In in like the modern the modern wrestling, there isn't the same amount of this. That the, there isn't the same amount of guys that look like Eddie and that move like Eddie. But the peak guys that do look like and move like Eddie were wrestling like this, and that's and he sort of has picked it up as like that's the dominant way that his style should be done. You're absolutely right. He's the toughest guy at the bar, and he fights like it. Yeah. Mid just stopped by to say hello, of course. All the stars are up for the PPV. The stars are all here. Uh, I said the pay-per-view got off to a roaring start, Zooms, and it continues on into a triple threat tag match between the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and Jurassic Express. Uh, we start off with Jungle Boy and Kyle O'Reilly. I think that's the right choice. These two get right down to business. Boy, uh, a lesson in how to do these matches, eh, Zoobs? The Bucks have uh, – the Bucks and Red Dragon especially, but, but the Bucks have a trillion of these in their, in their like, catalog of, like, you know, things – people are running around and stuff's happening all the time, and it relies on this, like, intricate timing. Uh, it's sort of what they do, but I, I'm really happy. I, can't, I Listen, it was an absolute goldmine of moments. Um, what I came away really happy was, like – We've been pretty hard on the Jurassic Express, I think, as tag champions. And I, and, I would say that's true. And yep. and uh, grill them pretty bad with, with sort of like putting the faults of the entire tag division on their shoulders because they're the champions. I would say is yes. sort of what we're doing. I um, think that's true. Great, great tonight that they were step for step right there. Their finisher has never looked better. The finisher was beautiful tonight. That holy moly that looked, that looked like a trillion dollars. Uh, your guy, Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy looked incredible. I loved the way they, they – they, the thought that was put into this where it was like one of Jurassic Express is going to be in the ring at all, at all times. The other two teams are going to make sure of that and how that played out. Um, I thought really, really incredible job of like just sort of keeping that foot on the gas pedal the entire time that match while also like maintaining basically two or three different stories at the same time. Just a just a really like – this is the tag division that we're looking for. This is this is why we're so excited, and I think why we're so hard sometimes on Jurassic Express. It's like this is what we want the tag division to be at all times. And That's, when it's show, yes. when it's showcased so well, you're just like you have so many good teams. You could you could have little smaller versions of this way more regularly. So I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy with how this turned out. I was I was just like this fucking pay-per-view I mean, it was for like an hour and you're like whoa holy it was already so blow away i loved both of these matches uh, i'm glad you called out the jungle express finisher i was watching with a bunch of friends of ours you know the, the mike noble ryan Shap, john cullen the, the, those crew and john is sort of like the most casual wrestling fan there it's like oh what's this jurassic express you know the jungle boy and the dinosaur i you know what's going on and he's sort of disinterested and then they hit that finisher and he's just like whoa okay what was that who were these guys it was uh i think it was one that stood out and in a move sometimes i'm not saying they were made in this move but it was more that moment was more than i've enjoyed them in a in a spell of time as my grandmother would say yeah and i think 
Oh, it's so much good work. You, I mean, a continuation of the series of uh, Bobby Fish, a little too close to a hot mic. Beautiful. <laughs> so, I'm, maybe more than anybody in in this in this group, I've grown on Bobby Fish since he's been in the business in this in, in this company more than anybody. Um, but yeah, you know, some some easy buys on on some of the finishes. Uh, a, a lot of perfectly timed out stuff. Uh, I was just like hog heaven with this. We've often remarked on how FTR and the Bucks are a feud sort of made in heaven in the way that they represent sort of opposites in wrestling. Ren Dragon represents sort of a different opposite than FTR, but are still tonally opposite to the Bucks in a way that I think make them not similar dream opponents, but dream opponents in a different way. Um, every interaction between, I mean, it was a really heavy Nick Jackson wrestling match. I know Matt did plenty too, but Nick was all over this match. Um, and him versus either Bobby or especially Kyle O'Reilly, who continues to be a star in all of these matches. There was no one looking bad. The Luchasaurus fucking comeback, just the chops and slaps to the chest. I think he goes through all four heels in that moment of memory serves. Again, we're doing this live right after. If I have some small details wrong, everybody will understand. <laughs> but he is a comeback against at least three of them slaps and chops. He looks like a monster than the planche to the outside of the guys he sent out there. Just a, a showcase where everybody looks good but also telling a story that makes sense it was a little bit reminiscent of i think you know Zoops, how much i like this match the the diy versus authors of pain versus revival match mm-hmm. where the two teams realize that they have this loose alliance so that the authors of pain are stronger than them so they have to sort of work together and so the bucks and the red dragons are sort of both elite adjacent and luchasaurus is a monster they're telling that in the middle of this just a ton to hook around but also that great variety show thing where we're talking about how great this match is but using totally different adjectives and style than why we're describing how great the last match was Right, and and how different we're, we're going to enjoy some of the other matches on this card, which I think what, what made the first half so exciting was there was so there was so much like it was basically everything that's right about pro wrestling in different ways all happened like in in this sequence, um, yeah, some some absolutely devastating stuff, and I really did uh, get that taste for Red Dragon against the Bucks. It's like really is a, a great matchup. I think that really that's is a pay per view program, right? It, it really, it really is like maybe, and I think I knew that, but I think seeing it play out this closely, you're just like, that is, that is a big ticket to me. I love that. I'd love to ask the chat here, Zoobs, if I can, because I thought all three teams came across really good in different ways tonight, which makes me love to ask this question right now of those three teams in the ring. Who's the best tag team? Not who has the best resume, not who historically is the most prominent. Who's the best tag team in that match? Tough. It's a tough one. Not to me. We're saying red FT, people saying people saying FTR. We're talking about in the match. Uh we have three for bucks, FTR, one for red folks, dragon, bucks, wake bucks. Up. People really want it to be FTR for some reason. Uh it's still the Bucks. I I do I lean I lean probably the Bucks by a hair over Red Dragon, but it wouldn't take much to convince me otherwise. Yeah, for me it's definitely Red Dragon. Sure. It just feels like it feels like, the, it feels like every time there's a pay per view, we do this with the Young Bucks. We come in and we say, "God damn, they they put on they did it again, right? They had they had a, a wild, loosely put together like basically every pay per view that this company's had. We've sort of had I've come out of that and said that. I feel like very rarely yeah. have we come in and been like, "Poof, this didn't make sense." There were some ones that were like they were they were, they were five minutes too long and it got a little hairy. But I think the average on this is we come into here and we go, "God damn, that was a blowout." Yeah, they're obviously great. There's no getting around that. It's just mileage will vary depending on what you like. Um, the style of Red Dragon, the snap on all of the offense, the talking, the jawing, the selling, 
Um, it's all right there for me. I'm ready for, I, I don't think these are going to be the guys taking off of Jurassic Express. I think it's probably still going to be House of Black. But uh, whenever we get to the Red Dragon eventual title reign and these matches totally. with the Bucks and FTR, um, I'm going to be singing. Totally. If you ask me, if you, if you phrase it differently and was like, who would you like to see have the belt next? I would say Red Dragon, no question. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. And people saying like the consistency of the Bucks plays. I agree with that. Um, I'm just going to need people to start listing the last bad Undisputed Era or Red Dragon match. Like, if I could just get that list going, it would be sure. it would be great. Sure, but we're, but we're, again, we're sort of playing in the field of AEW. Specifically, they've no doubt it's, it's been such a long track record of them. It's like they may have had bad ones in in New York. I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you'd be the last guy to find out. <laughs> um, loved this one. A great. So many of these matches can fall into that musical chairs. This team takes offense, then those two wrestle. This match went out of its way to not be that match. Um, everything about this, just an absolute riot. The the speed, the consistency, the hard hittingness, just the ability of these six guys to execute so many moves and sequences. Wrestling didn't exist like this not that long ago. It's shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you said, the sequences, the everything just timed down to like the, the split second. Really crazy, really crazy, and uh, a pleasure. As I said, sort of what it's what makes us so hard on some of these teams sometimes is seeing how great this tag team division is uh, put together like this. It is sort of the you want you want this all the time. Please let them wrestle one another. Would you would you chant fight forever? Is that what you're? <laughs> you don't strike me as the kind of guy that goes to a show and chants fight forever. Well, only if I really want somebody to fight forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just horrible. Yeah. Horrible stuff. No. No good. <laughs> I think I figured out why my lights aren't on. At some point, I'll uh, I'll remedy this. My lighting setup weirder than the normal one tonight. Uh, tremendous match. Not my match of the night but a perfect triple threat tag match showcasing the best in AEW's tag team division and why they are the leaders in that field by I'd be a margin. Shocked if we didn't have the same match of the night. I mean, you, I feel like you're talking match of the match of the insert a giant length of time here. It looked like the chat was largely bucks, which I agree with. Let's see if they do the same for match of the night uh, chat. We're going to talk about them all tonight, but let me ask the Brainiacs nine matches on this card. To me, you're, you're, you know, you're wiling out if you're, I mean, it's an obvious one, but let's, let's hear it. Let's see. What was your match of the night? What was the match you enjoyed most on tonight's revolution? Fight for Adam. Awful. You're right. Cadenza. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Brainiacs, the Brainiacs aren't going to miss it. Zoops. Uh, I mean, is that where we are? Are we there yet? We, I feel like the kids in the back of the car here, Josh, are we there yet? God, I'm dying for it. Unfortunately, not Zeus. We have to get to the next part here. JR Excalibur and Taz give us a little video promo talking about this ladder match, the size and scope of all the competitors involved, how dangerous they are. Christian Savvy, Ricky Stark, Sleaze, Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Powerhouse's strength. And they're off to the races. This didn't exactly play out like I thought it would. I thought Wardlow was going to win, but I was kind of expecting this to be like, I would describe the triple threat tag before this as more car crash fun uh, than this ladder match, which is a little weird. I, I liked it, Zoobs, but it wasn't uh, lots of great moments, of course. Uh, the OC climbing up onto the Wardlow and Keith Lee ladder. They're both holding the ladder and OC goes up there. So very memorable spots, but uh, yeah, I was expecting like 
collision. And I know that we we quite got that. What do you think of this one? They sort of wanted to tease us more than they wanted to give us with sort of the co- yeah. they, they were like it, to me this was almost like um it served as an announcement that there was like a little a new division brewing if you understand what I'm saying. Totally do. They were like, "Hey, check this out. We have these three big guys all of a sudden." It was like these three these three guys are aware of each other and like consider each other a measuring stick it's sort of where i what i got is that we didn't see it play out but we got it well actually it's four guys right because oc is part of it cannot yes. like in canon he believes yeah. he's part of it which is which is a really nice Frank lewis character i think and as we've seen with many wrestling characters in the past that little chaos him beating one of these guys sort of does sort of add a little bit of panache to the to the thing so um yeah i, I think it, we did get a little bit of a tease, but I loved – I sort of love – by the end of it, I was like, I love where we're going with this. And obviously what happens later in the night sort of cements it as like this is going to – we've elevated. We've, we're elevated. I, I feel elevated. The bigger picture of things, it's hard not to speak in such grandiose terms. I almost like coming at this. This like, show deserves it. I'm going to have to check myself when we're talking about parts of this show of like – if you get close to wrecking yourself, I'll right. let you know. Don't I know. Worry. It's sometimes you, you know. Sometimes people you they send those. You you're on Twitter and people are tweeting about like uh, Spider Man, and you're like, all right, man, you're <laughs> come on, brother. <laughs> yeah, I worry that I'm going to become that guy in a, in a little bit here. Anyway, but to back to the, to, the, to this match, um, they, AEW continues to like do things in ladder matches and and basically in general like subvert some wrestling tropes that you've seen before and sort of play off that in really unique ways. I thought. Low key, the the Orange Cassidy skinning the cat on the ladder was like I was like that's crazy. That's a, that's an underratedly crazy athletic spot for him to do uh, in this match with all these guys that are all these different types of athletic. Um, it got me excited for for the potential that they see in in Hobbs and in Wardlow. Um, really was a showcase for the for that for those guys' size without giving us the whole thing right away. So, um, boy. Uh, excited in general about a lot of this stuff and 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 some some really cool things ricky starks had some cool moments diving through the ladder well if i could point out specifically this ricky Starks spear through the ladder crazy uh i can't speak for anybody else but when uh sammy zane does that through the ropes tornado ddt sometimes i'll like watch that gif and like drag it along with my thumb to try to figure out how a guy does that he gets up and then it seems that he goes completely flat and then he goes down and i i don't i'm not the most mobile guy on earth you know a bit of an athlete back in the day but you know nothing nothing like that in all state but nothing nothing to write home about anymore. Uh, but ricky starts we're, we're, we can't talk about my athletic careers either, it'll take too long it's true uh but this beer through the ladder zooms is gonna get that treatment how does a guy do that that's not a big opening through the ladder a guy like me can't jump through a ladder zooms and uh, sort of a funny juxtaposition with with how much of the rest of the match is about the big guys and their size. To have that advantage for him is is being able to fit through there and be nimble uh, and move quickly. There was a lot of times his speed became part of the story with his ability to get up the ladder a little bit quicker. Um, I thought an interesting an interesting one because there was a lo- uh, basically you would say almost anybody could have won this thing, right? You could have you could have gone a lot of different mm-hmm. ways, and I mm-hmm. like the interplay. With Team Taz, uh, the the double table spot off the announce thing with Wardlow was it was a big moment. Um, How about the powerhouse stalled suplex? You want to talk about oof. strong guy spots from holy the second moly. row? Holy Christian's de- reverse DDT off the ladder, just pancaking. There was listen, there was a ton of stuff here, but it felt a bit like move, sure. move. Whereas, like the, I mean, they're all canceled now, so maybe I shouldn't praise this match. But the the NXT six man ladder match, I think, is a better example of like. 
guys in motion but also big spots and different versions of these i like the dynamic to be like oh these two are teaming up now these three are teaming up this enemy this is the threat instead of it's christian versus orange cassidy it's wardlow versus powerhouse it's right. keith lee versus ricky starks like this sort of the spotlights moving obviously this was still a blast i enjoyed watching it but in the pantheon of ladder matches i saw somebody say it's the most creative ladder match they've ever seen that i mean that's that sounds shocking to me oh like yeah i don't i wouldn't say that there was there was some creative stuff and and some good moments but i don't know what most creative i've ever seen no it's got ray phoenix running up the ladder and hitting the soaring let's talk let's talk uh Kalisto with the selena del sol one ladder to the other to the outside you, you want to get creative let's get creative but uh i thought this was good um but maybe not the the 305 live collision i was uh predicting <laughs> What is yeah. that one, Zoom? It's 305. Very line. nice. I, I I don't think I made that up for the record. I think somebody has said that. What can you do? Um, we can claim it for our own if we, if we need to. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Zoom said it to me. Yeah, I, yeah, it wasn't you. It was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or if we, it was in the chat. And if it's in the chat, it belongs yeah, to us. Yeah. That's how yeah, it works. That's right. Yeah. And sometimes you just pretend to not see it. It's like, oh, yeah, God, let me use this killer a lot. Oh, this guy's yeah, okay, great. feeds on delay. And his comment came in at the same time as my words. What? Uh, so crazy. He's mimicking me. <laughs> um, I'd like to ask a couple questions about this match, if you don't mind. Zoom. Of course. What are we, we here? To, I can't wait. I would say we both were in agreement exiting Wednesday's show that the a big part of this match had to be Keith Lee needs to make an impact. Keith Lee needs to stand out. Now, I thought the elimination spot of Wardlow, both him and Powerhouse off the stage, cool and memorable spot. I thought Keith Lee looked good in this match. Did he make the Keith Lee is here impact that maybe we thought he needed to? I don't know that he did. It was this more yeah. – this and not just because he won, but it seemed, it seemed more like a Wardlow – it seemed more like Wardlow um, was sort of the impressive one. It continued to get the get the edge up and get the upper hand and sort of figure things out and and pair his size and strength with his intelligence. So uh, I would say that he did not. Yeah, I think I'm mostly uh, there with you, which is a bit of a shame. I still am incredibly optimistic. Keith Lee does not seem like somebody who will be hard to make into a star that I can get super into. But my excitement of him coming in relative to where we are right now, I hope he gets a very meaty program and something that we can uh, jump into because this show is going to need a big meaty program on it now. Dynamite lost something on tonight's pay-per-view that is going to be sorely missed by me. So uh, we'll get to that soon. Zooms, this seems like as good of a time as ever to remind people. We'd love a follow here. We'd love a subscribe. A follow over on Twitter, at Wrestling underscore Brain. That's where it's going down. That's where it's getting down. Some are even saying that's where. That's right, Zooms. It's moving all around. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the toss, that, that's true. The throw, to, the throw to OC on the outside was pretty massive. But I don't know, no I don't know, if, it, I don't know if it was a singularly star-ranking moment like we were sort of not expecting, but sort of that breakout statement performance we were hoping for or predicting eric hartman pointing out he's going to feud with team taz which every new baby face in the company does that seems like a, a good guess and uh, seems about what right. does that mean though feuding with team taz he's got powerhouse and then he'll go to starks after yeah that's what i that's that's usually the pattern yeah i guess so tony Giovanni is out he's got a contract and zeus <laughs> it's swerve strickland uh his theme song went hard he had you're going to have to let me go for a sec here, because I know you know what this means. No one else is going to understand what I mean. You're, you're going you're gonna to say, that's that's my guy, J-Zero. I know what he means. I know what a compliment this means. I saw Swerve Strickland tonight, who I've told everybody I'm not that familiar with outside of his couple of Lucha Underground matches, but people I know are excited about him, so I'm, I'm excited to see him come in. His promo style reminds me 
of The Rock. Now, I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. I mean The Rock, Don Morocco. Whoa, that's... <laughs> the, the, I know you're here for me. I, there's, there's no, there's no pandering. Whose house? Swerve's house. Whose house? Not an ounce higher in volume. Lean in and hear me. Samoa Joe has a bit of this. Calm, cool, collected, but knows how to talk. I thought he looked like a million bucks. I thought the theme was good. Incredibly excited to see where we go with uh, Swerve Strickland here. I thought this was a good introduction point for me. I can't believe you just compared somebody to Don Morocco. You ever heard me do that before? No, I'm bl I'm legitimately blown away. That's, the Rock. That's 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 a crazy big compliment coming from you. But that promo style is the Swerve's too cool. He's not gonna get caught going. I'm Swerve. You're. He's a baby face that. He knows how cool he is. They can like me. They can not like me. They're going to be there for me. It was uh, it was incredible to me. I thought this was a, a great one-minute, two-minute in-and-out uh, introduction of this guy. Very excited to see where he goes. Super cool name. I would have to agree. Super cool name, and, and I was I agree with you as well. Sort of my my literal. I'm, I probably know even less than you. I, I know I know that he was in Lucha Underground, but don't even really remember anything specifically about. I can't remember. I know he was kill, kill shot. shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. I was like, damn, this is a cool, handsome guy. It's basically it's my cool ass dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this guy is, seems extremely confident, was sort of my takeaway. Uh, Don Morocco, I'm floored. I'm sorry. He's also just freaking hot, says Nice Boy Online. And Baseball saying he's so impossibly handsome. Yeah, he, he's a looker. No getting around that. Uh, Hunter Ridge Farm saying, Regal Punk Danielson Hook, this is your ring of honor. There you go. I don't know what that means. Tony waving the clipboard around so we saw the name Swerve. Yes, I did see that. I saw that before he came out. So it goes. Surprise is spoiled for you for 15, 30 seconds. It's about, it's about as spoiled as, as like Twitter is too slow that one time. That does happen, though. Sometimes it feels like more than one time. If you know Way she goes, you know, depending on the recording you're watching. I have to have discipline when I'm watching these pay-per-views sometimes. because I think my feed is like a, about 45 seconds to a minute behind most people I follow on Twitter. Even though you're using the, the legal pay-per-view means. I'm watching through pay-per-view. No questions asked. But it happens to me sometimes with baseball, too. So so it goes. Whose house? Source house. Tay Conti versus Jade Cargill is out here. Uh, Jade dresses Jade for Mortal Kombat. Not sure if it, people on Twitter really love to point that one out. Jade's dressed as Jade. Okay. <laughs> Jade, Jade looks incredible. Jade, Jade is the real deal. Uh, this was probably her best pay-per-view match, right? I One think, of her best I matches? Think, I think so. And I was dubious as to what a kind of matchup Tay Conti would be for her because we talked before of like some of her some, – some, you, you feel like the safe bet with Jade is to put her in there with a veteran, right, and have somebody sort of walk her through it. But I thought – uh, take Auntie's style worked perfectly with her. We've talked many times. It's like Jade looks incredible when she's on offense. It's like it's no, there's no question. Like she can deliver yeah. offense. She's a superstar. She could pick somebody up and slam them through the crust of the earth. And you're like, yeah, that worked. But I thought um, the style that that we talked about with Take Auntie really worked in the favor of sort of the kind of way that strong, powerful Jade should win matches. And I and I liked I liked she's been building and they sort of every match has been a little bit better or, or she's been tested in a different way i like they went with like this time her assistant got knocked out and she sort of had to like piece it together and she's just strong enough and tough enough and big enough that she could do it 
she did it on her own more than she might normally yeah um very good stuff to me i like you pointed out jade on offense looks great the chat saying this is probably your best match i have no problem with that but for me i love when wrestlers show that they're paying attention for even just small stuff or like are pay, re rewarding you for paying attention uh we pointed out on wednesday's show that uh say conti's getting her jujitsu and judo credentials uh read aloud and uh in comes <laughs> jade going i don't care about that karate shit and then she just muscles her way out of a jujitsu armbar that Conti has her in. And then she does like a sarcastic crane kick pose. <laughs> so it's like, they do the jujitsu. And it's like, I don't care about that karate shit. I thought that was a, a, a nice touch. And so for all the greenness that Jade does have, those are little signs of, uh, you know, stuff that good wrestlers do. Uh, the, the promos making it part of it. So good stuff there. You know, they threw a lot at this match and a Jay involvement, smart mark involvement. They're really trying to make this, how long can we make a Jade match go with a good opponent? She's so hard to gauge because, like, how good should you be with an AQA or whatever, right? Like, these should be your metrics. I still really think the sooner that they can have her go to the Serena Deeb five-minute challenge and make it all five minutes and then launch into a program with Serena Deeb who can maybe sort of bring her along and we can sort of see new heights and more and more. Uh, it give, doing the five minute thing, it gives them Jade doesn't have to take a loss to kickstart this feud, but gives them reason. And it, I think it just makes a lot of sense. So that's somebody who I'd like to see her in there with next. Nice. I like that call. I like that call. Uh, take Haunty's driver looked awesome. I have written down here. Um, yeah, but enjoyed this a great deal. Thought it didn't last long, uh, but went as long as it needed to go in a good time while it was had. Yeah. And uh, it's it's pretty sick to see Jade become better basically every week now in the last little bit and as as we've said many times like if you've ever even just like you just you look at her for a second you're like yeah it's a superstar and if you've ever seen her outside of the confines of a wrestling event you're just like yeah duh she should be carrying somebody's some sort of title or trophy like what she's <laughs> it right now get one in her hands yeah <laughs> uh milsevich and uh kev sell both pointing out how much they like smart mark sterling uh respect to smart mark for taking a bump during that match love that dude kev sell saying smart mark is one of the most underappreciated guys out there not if you watch gcw <laughs> that guy is in a lot of a lot of gcw matches yeah i do think he's very good though and a great accessory to jade and i think it tells you that the pardon me the company thinks something of him uh, to put him alongside Jade, who's, you know, among their top projects in the whole company. Yeah, and he has that great shirt. <laughs> I'm billing you for this conversation. <laughs> of course, this Wednesday, we will come on back. We will be continuing Merch Madness, our Wednesday night tournament to find the worst shirt in all of wrestling. And that is because every Wednesday when AEW Dynamite ends, the Zooms and I review it just like we're doing here. We will be doing there. We love it. Come on back. Of course, the, the jump pump kick looks awesome out of Jade as ever. Yes, absolutely right. Is it well, are, we, are we there yet? We're there. <laughs> somebody somebody got want to spend some bits for uh, take a hit? I'm ready to settle in. Zoops, <sighs> it's going to be risky for me to try my lights here. There's a chance you might lose me for a second. Is it worth okay. taking that risk? Uh, uh, yes, because it's, it'll be dramatic. Okay. This, is, this is the most dramatic. There's a real show. chance, though. Like this, I might be gone. Okay. You're ready. You're ready for that. You can come. Yeah. Well, now I'm nervous. <laughs> well, no. Listen, you can talk CM Punk MJF, and then I'll come roaring back. Oh my god. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Or should I just stay with this lighting? You look. I mean, you look great. <laughs> okay, we can keep this lighting. Yeah, I'm worried. You, you freaked me out. Yeah. Maybe during uh, Rosa and Britt. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thomas PW, thank you. Steak of Buns, thank you. Where's my pen zooms? That's two. I'm getting set in here. Here we go. Boy, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. I I almost feel like this mat this match should have gone on later because boy, this was uh so elevated that it like I don't know, man. I feel I I'm going to I'm going to try to be reasonable, but also like give it how I truly deeply felt about it at the time. Whereas I was Please. like it it exists in an echelon above a lot of like matches that I've seen and liked, right? And it it made me think like this the the CM Punk collection that that he is giving us, right? If you the DVD set of like the the CM Punk matches what they would call it. The CM Punk AEW matches it'll be called. This I was like he's he's creating a compilation tape of like the greatest 10 matches that you can have. It's basically what I where I my head is. And not only that Zoobs and you are of course 100% right. They're almost like a how to. The styles are are reaching in every direction. Um this will come as no surprise. Okay, let's start from the top here. You yes, the, the how to is a great way to put it. He's sort of like it's a it's a mastery of the different he's taking the different disciplines of it and showing his and and being like I've mastered all of these so he can like bow and be like I'm I'm I've completed it. And in some ways he already has and yet I suspect the best is still yet to come. CM Punk enters in the Triple X basketball shorts, the straight edge, the second city saint who's better than you, the snake. The devil himself is here to face MJF. Played in by AFI. I appreciate your tweets. Uh, I got numerous tweets of people saying, uh, is Josh alive? Is J-Zero okay? Um, I wasn't. This was astonishing. I don't know how much people are really interested in me praising CM Punk because it happens constantly. And I, it probably, I only, I'm at a point where I only speak in him hyperbolically. Um, but he's the best. There's no getting around it. He still has this up his sleeve. We're, we're six months into his run. Oh, yeah. Let's dip into this catalog. It's ROH me again right after we bought ROH. Just another touch. MJF can't run this time. He's out in his Burberry robe. Both sides out of the ring he tries, but the dog collar limits him, Zoobs. This coward is tied to the craziest version of CM Punk we've ever seen. Pendulum strikes. Throw the chain over the turnbuckle. Run the guy face first into it. How did they manage to make that look good? Imagine me trying to do that to somebody without hurting them. Astonishing. The cheeky Nando spot. The whips with the chain that looked like the punk man's going to be hurting for weeks to come. This was the tensest match I've ever watched. Punk. Oh my God. Give me a fucking mic calls MJF in the middle of this. Calling for the quit from CM Punk. Eat shit, Max. The Irish whip into the chain punch. He keeps going. They both keep going. Every submission spot utilizing the chain. Torquing. Hatred between these guys. The tacks come out. Superplexes. What a slow build. This is a fucking match, man. We owe ourselves matches like this. Like, this is the shit that we should praise. We deserve matches like this. In-ring is not enough. The punches and kicks don't matter. This is the good stuff. We're watching it. What a fucking match. 
it's it's just a miracle that that we get this to me it's 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 it it, it it almost casts a shadow over the rest of the show is incredible and it casts such a giant shadow over it i think that's the it, people who have problems with the second half I, I i feel like i need to watch the second half independent of watching this match because i was like well this isn't really even like like it's not even like it's, it's not even close I, it was like I, this, maybe this is great, and it doesn't even feel like it's in the same class of of. I, I've just saw art, and now I'm back to seeing uh, the, the television. The television show, right, was sort of how it felt, uh, which is, I don't know, man. This is a this is an all timer for me. This is a it's an all timer for me. It's going to be on the short list of like obvious answers to tough questions. Wow, well said. Actual instant classic says Stakeabuns. Bobby the Brain says, should have been the main event. Don't agree. Nothing should go over the, the world title. But it felt like a main event, I can tell you that. What do you? Where are you on that, Zoo? Should have this main event hit? Hottest feud goes last or title goes last? Until Regal came out, I was like, it feels like Punk. I literally tweeted, it feels like Punk came out too early. So it's like, it, it was like, I was at home, I was like, I'm exhausted. I, the crowd was I struggled. And I, at home, I was like, whew. Like I just said, I was like... It felt like I was like it felt like a facsimile, like a cheap imitation almost. I was like, you can't tell me these guys are doing violence and hatred. <laughs> Come on, you gotta tell me a different story then. Or they should have it should have ramped up to this because it was such a it was such a landmark in my head. Right, it should have at least gone after, after Mox Danielson. I agree. I think this and yes. and uh, Eddie against Jericho. I was just like. This is this is lower down than it than it should have been in my with how high my expectations were. But yeah, that this was or sh like I don't mind the first match being great too, like that the, the MJF Derby match that opened up all sure. out. Like I don't mind that, but everything else I agree with with you. That's the, I mean it's clear what was best. I I think people know what they want. They've been told it's Brian Danielson, but the medicine is CM Punk. That's the. Yeah, oh yeah yeah oh, i'm gonna kick the fucking head in that oh yeah yeah we, we love it it's great but we're who's hitting levels like cm punk reliably and and let's talk about maxwell jackswell because if he wouldn't put so much fucking legwork in to this wardlow feud this whole interjection of wardlow lord knows i've given the aw production crew piles of shit this shot of wardlow coming down in the suit oh searching around for the diamond ring lays it down in front of punk smiling walks away camera is framed mjf down punk is eyeing up the ring after the gts like a psychopath like Gollum after the ring and fucking lord of the rings what, what, what here we are all the stories are paying off after an awesome physical classic like th we're here this if this isn't your highest ranking you can give to a pro wrestling match like whatever your personal scale is if you're like the Brainiacs in the chat and you know the one to seven is the one true scale, I don't know how this isn't a seven. If you're if you're one of these people, you like one to five, you like one to ten, how maybe you like one to a hundred. I, I what what do you want? This is this is as good as it gets. Masterpiece match, which listen, you get tons of great matches. This is masterpiece match after a great match, after a masterpiece feud by two masters that has launched MJF up the card, has launched Wardlow up the card, all we'll see a Punk sitting there grinning like a psychopath, blooding with a crimson mask that Ric Flair could only dream of. It's a, it's like, it's just so aware and like handled well and attention to detail. The good stuff. 
it's a masterpiece. I mean, I, I it was one of the hardest things I can think of is would be following you and your take on that. But uh, yeah, the the finish, the the as you said, the it's it's one thing, and there would be this is this is downplaying it, but it's one thing for MJF and Punk to have this incredible feud. We've had incredible feuds, incredible blood feuds, and incredible rivalries to also get a third person over <laughs> like <laughs> they've, yeah. they've also got yeah. they also There's got Wardlow the-, the two biggest face pops of the night for right sure like for sure it's 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 what you hope goes in it's what like you know what I mean we see this sometimes with young wrestlers in developmental or indie guys or who are watching, you know, the classics, they're watching old. This is what the next generation watches as like the, the definitive classics, the things that you see and, and decide it changes your life when you see it. Like this is going to be the, the blueprint for how this is done going forward. Yes. And should be right. Like we joked a little while there was the, Bret Hart had that quote out where he's like, listen, guys don't wrestle like Hulk Hogan anymore. They wrestle like Bret Hart. And I joked that, like, I thought Bret was wrong, but I wished he was right. I said, they don't wrestle like Bret Hart. They wrestle like HBK. Like, those two guys in terms of whose in-ring influence is more pronounced in the modern wrestling sphere, it's Shawn Michaels. I'm a huge Bret guy. People think I'm being negative on Bret. I, I think Bret is I'm – I'm, I'm literally wearing a Bret Hart shirt right now. <laughs> i'm wearing the man right now uh but this being the how-to gives me hope that the generation of wrestling to follow is going to be an answer to that stuff that i don't care for quite as much i like crowd unanimous everybody wants the bad guy to lose everybody wants the good guy to win who cares about exactly what spots they're doing it's more about when they're doing them how they're doing them who's involved what store are we telling blood and guts on display and this this match and feud I genuinely can't think of a package I would show somebody, at least modern wrestling, to be like, what what is it that you like about pro wrestling? What's the you're, you're always talking about wrestling, Josh. What's the thing you like? Whatever inevitable YouTube compilation is coming of this feud's best promos, highlights of the second match, and then this fi- final match in full, that's just what I will send people. Can't believe we thought that we were gonna go to separate ways after the last one. Thank God. No kidding. Uh, How about a superplex into the tax? Did I bring that up? You did. Uh, MJF a... eating the GTS and then stumbling into the tax. Pay off after all these years. Fuck you, MJF. Uh, Justin Morris pointing out, Punk in his post-show scrum talked about how much he loves Bret Hart and how much he appreciates getting a second run considering all the guys who never did with tears in his eyes. Thanks for sending that in, JMO. That's great to hear. The, the Bret Hart CM Punk uh, back and forth love fest is something that, of course, I basically couldn't get enough of and love uh, publicly. Uh, he also did the heart spot in this match with MJF in the corner. It's he has like the in between the knees, then hits the turnbuckle upside down. That's a little Bret Hart spot. Yes. Uh, so, and I, I listen. I, that's not saying anything. I'm sure he probably did another Bret Hart spot in this match. He loves doing them, and then Bret Hart goes loves going. Yeah, he's the only guy doing it right. Unless my brother was Owen was still around, then be a different. But it's. I mean, to me, if this isn't your favorite match, I totally get it. Maybe you like other stuff. Uh, but to me, this is what I'm here for. Feed me more, like a great man once said. <laughs> uh, like, Zeus, when this match ended, I'm sorry, Zeus, to talk so no, much. No, no, this is, this is the whole, this is the fireworks factory. Uh, but I, when this match ended, 
I'm not joking. My reaction is like, oh, wow, this is a great match. And then I was like, oh, well, this is the blow off. And Dynamite isn't going to have MJF versus CM Punk on it anymore. Like that dawned on me. That show takes a hit without these guys doing their thing every week. I what, what's a bigger compliment than that? These guys have done it all. And I go, oh, no, get them back next Wednesday. There's nowhere else to go for these two right now until MJF wins the title. Um, or Punk does. They're not done. There's a third coming one day. But I, I'm, that's the blow off for now. I, I got to be thinking. Yeah, I think I think it's Wardlow time for MJF. It has to be. Yeah, that's that was the final. Who thing. wins that? It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Thank you, CM Punk. Thank you, CM Punk. That's who I pray to. Just that photo of Nick Gage and Nick Diaz today. <laughs> good stuff. That's good. that's the good stuff. Good that's stuff. CM Punk in that photo today was a hell of a Sunday. Anything else you want to touch on this uh, match, Zoobs? No, I think I was effusive. You you get where I'm coming from. I think we're on the same page. Yes, here. right there with you. Maybe I'll just throw to then our one of only two keeper kickets of the evening. Great. Of course, Zoobs, you know the rules of keeper I do. kicket. But I'll, yeah, I would never, we'd never forget the rules. No, no, you, you're not that kind of guy. But I'll rewind the Brainiacs in the chat just in case they have. Of course, where I will give you a prompt from the wrestling world. And the subscribers in the chat can go over to the emotes bar. They will see a keep emote and a kick emote. And that, of course, is your way of communicating to that prompt. Keep if you like it, you love it, you want some more of it. And kick if you hate it, despise it, and never want to see it again. Zoobs, are you ready for tonight's first keep it or kick? Yes, and as soon as you ask it, I'm going to run upstairs. I have to take care of one quick thing. I'll let you in the chat keep yeah, it Yeah, the or chat kick and I'll do this one. Yes. Give me, give, me, give me the prompt. Keep it or kick it, this statement. CM Punk is the best wrestler in AEW. Keep. <laughs> keep. Come on. What are we doing here? The Zoob says, what are we doing here? It's not even hard for these Zoobs. Did we go Big Josh or are we on Keep It or Kick It? Who knows? If it's Big Josh right now, Big Josh in the chat. Good friend Jake with a keep. No clue what this is a keep. Al B. Keep. Eric Hartman with a kick. Matty Frickin' C with a kick. America's so bad with a kick. Danny DeRosha with a keep. Pace file with a kick. Seventh offensive with a keep. Thomas PW with a keep. Matty Mack with a kick. Cadenza letting me know it's small, Josh. <laughs> it's Merrill with a kick. Big Banner Huge with a kick. Steak Buns with a kick. What's that? Roughly 50 50? Yeah, something like that. Can't wait till the rest of you wake up. It's going to be quite the day. Brian Danielson rules, man. He is singularly talented in some ways and his ethos about ref wrestling are untouchable his match quality is superb he's never given you the anything as high as the cm punk s tier stuff i don't know that he can i don't know that many wrestlers can he doesn't have an mjf punk under his belt triple h mania 30 please about 50 50 zoops oh come on come on come on listen and <laughs> listen I tried to tell him. The other two picks, what, Danielson Omega, probably? I don't even know if I saw Omega. Um, Danielson. <clears throat> and listen. I mean. Of the two of us on the channel, I think I think I've leaned Danielson and you've leaned, you've leaned Punk historically since they've been yes. here. Yes. You would be the bigger Brian guy. I'd be the bigger Punk guy. And we're having fun. With, as you said, we're having fun every week with, with, with Danielson. It's a ton of fun. It's a blast. Come, coming in, having great matches. Uh having fun doing fun things cm punk is 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 taking us 
to a different place in professional wrestling. That's all I can really say. Let the second city saint into your heart, folks. Go buzz your head. Turn I'm loving. I'm, I'm loving. We're here. I'm loving the Danielson run. He, if Punk, here's the thing, right? If Punk walked in the door and had Omega Day One, like you, you're not even you haven't even let yourself imagine that yet. Think, think First of all, the, Omega would imagine that promo battle. They can't have that. That all can't the, happen. All the gold that Punk has already spun. It's like he hasn't had. He hasn't had Hangman. He hasn't had Danielson. <laughs> that's coming the, the the christmas is coming you've he's given us historically great stuff already and didn't walk in the door and have the two biggest guys in the roster given to him right away uh i love danielson and i have he's talking about dan garcia every week fighting with mox uh, we're having a lot of fun with danielson punk is is on a different kind of mission right now and it's truly special. And uh, nights like how tonight. How many guys could do it? How many guys could, yeah, could even think that this is what they would want to do with the, the it's a gift to him in a way that it's not a gift to other people, I think, right? He sort of. He is good creative. Like, he is good creatively in a way that, like. Yeah. It's clear he is directing, he, he and MJF, who is clearly knows what he's doing and in the best of ways, are steering this. I just, I don't know. It's like Danielson Hangman is the feud lo- running alongside this. It's like I love those. The promos were good and the matches were absurdly good. Absolutely. Hanger and Brian Danielson. But I mean, they don't compete with this feud and match to me. They don't compete. I don't know if that's, that's probably disrespectful to say, but this is this resonates with me in a way that not everything does. I'm right there with you, brother. And you know, Thanks, again, Thomas. as I said, uh, uh, carrying as deep a torch for Danielson and, and this run and he's been on. As you can, as you can, uh, but the punk stuff is tonight, especially was sort of McFander huge changing to a key. Thank, Thank you, McFander huge. It takes it takes big, big guts. I tweeted out how wrong I was about Sting tonight. I I respect that you were like, you know what? Actually, let's. I feel great. I've had three. I've had three beers in an hour. I feel great. I was a little nervous earlier today. If I'm being honest, I was pretty drunk earlier today. You know, even notice I put three down the hatch in the first hour of the show. You're here to play. There's a price to pay. Get down on your knees and pray. Okay. It, it, got, it got the five faves. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> Justin saying, Punk Brian is going to be so great when we get there. I can I can wait as long as they want to hold off. Uh, and what a place for AEW where there are matches you can look forward to years down the line right now. Yeah, I mean, like Zeus pointed out too, Punk Omega, Punk versus any of the New Japan talent. Punk Hangman. There's... Come on. Punk hanger, of course. There's there's so much to go, but yeah, my, my the one for me is Punk Danielson for sure. Absolutely. Unless they can get a hold of Samoa Joe somehow. If if Joe's in the equation, that's probably number one for me. It's it's what you've gotten your hooks in me, Josh. It's this and any and, and the next time Eddie Kingston is given any title shot, oh. I will be I will be <laughs> I'll be crying to Spider Man when Eddie Kingston gets the gets the title shot. I'll tell oh, come you. on, you won't be crying at Spider Man. You, you would. That's a level. That's that's my level. That's I, my, I Eddie say, my Eddie Kingston. My my uh, dear brother Derek. He he had a baby and he did say that he does, he finds himself more emotional. That's true. Since his oh my god, so I cried. Yeah, I, for sure. I teared up at a. I don't even. I was like a video from a, a locker room of a sporting team the other, like, the other day because a kid said dad. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice <laughs> it's really nice 
Uh, we will be getting to your calls later. We'll be limiting them to three minutes tonight, so start thinking about what it is you might want to call into. We'll try to get through as many as possible, uh, but you'll be on air with us, the AE Double Dudes. Zooms, you're still feeling pretty awake with a healthy buzz? Absolutely. Let's rock and roll into Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Uh, I thought Thunder Rosa looked amazing here, and then Britt Baker came out, and I thought she looked amazing here. Both coming across as absolute stars. Uh, I know nobody likes when I point this out, but I learned uh, via commentary that Thunder Rosa is 41 and 2 in AEW. Hmm. That's I must, have, I must have seen, I feel like I saw six of those 44 matches <laughs> or 43 <laughs> matches, but what, what do you do? Um, Thunder, Rosa proud, with, Thunder Rosa with her like super famous music comes out, right? The, the, the infamous Thunder Rosa music. That is like her whole character. Well, you know, everybody knows the only reason she's over is because she has her music. Thunder Rosa, here she comes. Everybody, everybody's talking about that. Everybody loves the song. Um, oh, uh, thank you, Tech and Shay, for reminding me. I actually didn't write a note about it somehow. Finally, we get the AEW women's belt right. I thought the, the first one was so bad. The one, the current one was better, but but not great. Tell me this new belt doesn't look twice as good, ten times as good as the, the one we were using before. Beautiful, yeah absolutely beautiful and so good that jr thought the other belt was changed because he was like <laughs> well jr sometimes you know end of the night he's like all right it's been five hours let's wrap this motherfucker up <laughs> yeah that, and that is fair and listen for everything you still i love the Danhausen insults out of him uh i don't know if anybody else caught it on a friday show but when johnny hungry was on offense and then everybody was just quiet on commentary for a couple seconds then jr went Johnny Hungy! <laughs> and, uh, that, was, that was pretty funny. It's a, Johnny Hungy! Well, that's his name. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Breaker. The crowd pretty dead for the beginning of this match, as is understandable. I think I was more into this match than the crowd was out the gate, to be honest. Uh, but that burnout from MJF and Punk was real. The people I was in the living room with were largely like, this is kind of hard to pay attention to after that emotional roller coaster. Maybe, the, maybe this will get you, you'll understand this. This, sure. match, this match to me was the day after you did Mushrooms. Right. The night, the night before you were like, you were like, listen, I got listen, all these ideas. listen, <laughs> listen, we're all connected, man. It all, everything, everything uh, in the universe is just this, right? It's just atoms. Yep. It's just doing this. And the next day you wake right. up and you're like, what? I was like, last night I came up, to, I came to an epiphany and today I just sort of feel tired. Uh, tough to come back. <laughs> <laughs> tough to come back after that, man. Yeah, I hate the those come downs from Sykes now. Sometimes they're, they can go for a while for me these days as I get older. So uh, what do you do? It's tough. Uh, Zooms, is it time for me to, to try and adjust these lights? Can I can I try? Yes, I think, you can, I think you can do it. I, I, do you I, want me to I, ask I can... you a question about Britt Baker and Thunder? I'll, uh... carry, I'll carry us through this uh, and okay. you, can, you can get after it. Here I go. Um, I think the consensus coming into this, both uh, in our chat, in uh, in the in the Twitter timeline, my Twitter timeline, the the uh, wrestling brain Twitter timeline, was this is where they wanted the title change on the show. They wanted us. They they were ready to be out of the Brit era. Your lighting looks fucking incredible now. You look absolutely perfect. Look at that. And it, thankfully, it just worked. No, yeah. uh, no unplugging disaster. Um. Easier on the eyes somehow to have all of them on instead of just sure. Uh, it's weird. I'm still a little bit. I'm, mine's still a little bit dark, but I it's because I'm set up for a better camera that I haven't been gutsy enough to bring into the stream. Anyway, right. um, which you saw. I probably, I wanted to do it tonight, but then I was like, yeah, I would hate to have a tech issue on this night of all nights. Um, Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, the uh, 
I think people were ready for the Brit title run to end. And I think it felt like Thunder Rosa was the right person to do it. And I mm. think we got after again, after being elevated to that punk thing where everything made, made such beautiful sense to have as much of the like, oh, are we doing the heel champion has the two cronies and it's referee is like trying to help rebel who's rolling around and then the, and then title shot and it sort of I think coming out of the punk thing it sort of felt even more draggy than it probably was I think I as I said before I think I sort of have to watch the back half of this um independent of coming down off the punk high because it was it was so transcendent I'm, I'm gonna use I'm gonna be complimenting punk for the next three matches until we get like 10 minutes into hangman that's how long it took me to like come down from that that's what i think largely from what the timeline was saying too people were on mjf and punk still during this basically um, until, Ro- until regal comes out until william regal came out i was like remember when punk and fucking mjf were out here <laughs> they did that <laughs> if you're gonna do a dog collar match that's how to do it um this might not be the most popular take i actually like the decision to keep it on Britt baker um i i don't know how these two things can be true for me but i promise you they are I think Thunder Rose is a really good wrestler and one of the better wrestlers in the division even, but I don't crave her as champion for whatever reason. Like you tell me a Chris Statlander title run, a Layla Hirsch title run, Jade Cargill, Britt Baker, even Tay Conti or a Sheeta run. Like I can get excited about that. I don't know what it is, but Thunder Rosa doesn't get me as pulled for that. Now I get the sense that the chat is saying that in two weeks when they're in Texas, she'll probably win it there. That'll be a big moment, but uh, I don't need a giant Thunder Rosa title run. Uh, I didn't mind this decision here to to go with Britt Baker. I hate to use this wording; it, it almost feels like she deserves it. Is that sort of the that sort of the groundswell behind yeah. her? Yeah, no, that I think that is sort of it, right? Yeah. There's a question in the chat: Who chases Rosa? It's a thin roster. It means a thin roster, regardless of thin roster on sort of both ends. Who who is your who's your Rosa chase? Yeah, uh, Jamie Hader. Uh, Nyla Rose probably thrown in there somewhere. Yeah, Ny- Nyla would probably be first up. But yeah, I think leading to Jamie Hader would be the, the first big program. I'll get into that. Rosa doesn't need a belt. Yeah, I get between that. Deeb also in that zone. Yeah. I'll always sign up for Serena Deeb. I want Deeb with Jade. All the same. I like Britt doing all the time of the rope manipulation here around Rosa. That's like good heel stuff using the ring as a weapon. Um, but in a match, because they came alive for the Thunder Rosa offense at the back third of this match, and the crowd was so dead before it, I would have probably, I mean, who am I to tell them what to do? I think a way you could have done it, though, is you start this match with Thunder really getting on offense right out the gate. And then, because you ended up getting the British interference stuff anyway, killing the offense, just swap the order of those and give this crowd, like, a reason to snap into this match. Because you're you're one minute into this match after this huge exhale, and you're in, like, Brit rope tie-up and lock positions. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's smart because the crowd is spent, so they're just going to be spent regardless. But I think that almost doesn't give crowds credit. Something like the NXT takeovers did. They weren't afraid of that. There's five high action bangers back to back to back to back. It wasn't like, what's the cool down match? It's a contest to one up each other. I always feel like this is more of a fan thing than a, a wrestling show thing. I think you're, but I think there you're waiting into the difference between like a, a four hour, nine match thing and a, and the, listen, yes. I'm not going to argue with, with you that the five match NXT was fucking perfection. And exactly what I, what I long for is, is if AEW, did you know if if every other pay per view was the five match absolute fucking shotgun blast to the head? I would be like, yes, thank you. That's yeah, very well said. A good point. 
Uh, nice bottom line throwing out Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> after uh, after being, and I know you're excited about this, being very invested in USC 272 this weekend. This is big for me. Uh, you saw lot, Lambert everywhere this a week. A lot of Dan Lambert. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of this. Hel- it it, it helped, man. Press. It helped. It helped. I was like, yep, <laughs> absolutely oh, right. So good. I hate that. I hate that Colby Covington. One so, day I'm going to get to do MMA content with you. I I my I we don't want to sidetrack here. My only concern is I don't have I don't have like you know I don't have analysis or like pre I definitely couldn't preview. Um, yeah, you're the zooms, but I'm just you'd I, get it done. I just love watching watching the fights. And I, I looked it up by the way. UFC 152 is the one that I got to go to. 2012. Is it? 2012. Is that Jones versus Belfort. Yes, it was Jones versus Belfort. What else is on that? Um, oh boy, Bisbing was on that anyway. card somewhere. No one else cares about this. Mox versus Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson. That's my bad. Nobody else cares. It was Bisbee against Brian Stan. Was uh and yeah, uh, a... Benavidez against Demetrius Johnson. It, Mighty that's Mouse was a big deal. Yeah. Because yeah. I was I was thinking, I, I tweeted about it. It was it'd been basically eight years since I really, really like when I was like I cared about a USC card. I paid attention to the last, I would say, last two PPVs I saw the main event and the main card. And I dabbled in some betting on some of the fight night cards. But the last time I was like, I need to go somewhere and hang out with some people and check out this. This was Silva breaking his leg against Poirier. I believe it was. I love that. It was uh, Weidman. Weidman, pardon me, which was like 2013. That sounds right. 14? Yeah, so a long time ago. I hope we get to live near each other one day. I'm back in. You got to love the UFC. John Moxley has my favorite body language in pro wrestling. He was in full-on slither mode in the he's, beginning. He's of a match. slippery. He's a slippery. He's a slippery guy. That John Moxley. I, feel I like, like he, this. I feel like he thinks the word slippery in his head when he moves. I'm <laughs> <laughs> wrong. You think slippery. slippery. I mean, I mean, they're slippery. Everybody do this. We're loosening up. We're loosening up. It's it's past the one a.m. hour. It's time to loosen up. Be a little slippery. He wiggles like a hair rocker, says Juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild thin, says Gardenza. Not bad. <laughs> um, no one, no one thought this match delivered on the promise, right? Boy, I certainly didn't. And I and then I felt silly. I was like, am I miss? Am I wrong? Right? Those things that sometimes you're watching a match and you're like, what? Uh, this just doesn't. It isn't scratching the itch. And again, it's, maybe it's an expectations thing. Maybe I came in thinking expectations but there was so much of what they the story they were trying to tell had already been done on this show so well that i was like i don't know man it didn't feel i expected grandiose i'd seen greatness in the evening and this was not greatness was sort of how i felt i was like i've seen it tonight and this isn't it it's hard right like the direct comparison is just going to be fresh in your mind now this was still very fun i thought the spot in particular that i don't know if i've ever seen I don't really know why Mox put up his arm. He just puts up his arm at one point, and then Brian kicks him in the ribs. Right, absolutely. I, I, that was astonishing to me, and it felt like Brian laid that in, and, and uh, Mox sold his ribs for the rest of the match, and I was like, you're probably not having to sell that hard. Like, that looks really shitty. It was definitely was really hard. Good. It was definitely hard-hitting. It was definitely violent. Uh, it was just, I, I don't know that it, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm finding myself like coming up for excuses as to why I didn't like it. Right. And it's one right. of those things where like, eventually you, maybe you just need to accept that. Like, I just didn't like it that much. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm constantly grasping for why it's like, I just, it just didn't hit on the, on the evening, which what I thought 
um, you know, was the thing that I was super into coming in. And uh, it's tough. It's tough. If I'm going to sort of de facto dump on Brian Danielson by selecting CM Punk as my favorite wrestler in the promotion, I'll say here that Brian Danielson has taken all of the best parts of like the hyper athletic wrestling style. Like in his offense, it's not all that present. Like you would never mistake him for a, a Will Ospreay or a Ricochet or a, a Lucha guy. But on cells, if Brian Danielson wants your offense to look good, like this guy is every good, good as Pac, every good as uh, Ricochet. Like on that rebound clothesline Mox hits him with, Brian Danielson does like a corkscrew moonsault on the cell. It's a, it's a crazy hard-hitting shot that I thought was really awesome. Uh, but my chief problem with this match is I didn't really understand the finish. Yeah, it also yeah the finish took some wind out of the sails as well. Agreed. It was uh, yeah a little strange, but uh, all is saved. As and then William some. Regal saved and then some. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question because obviously we both think that William Regal is like one of the what a signing for AEW, right? Yeah. Where does William Regal benefit AEW more, Zoobs? as an on-screen talent? Or behind the scenes? On screen. You got to have Regal on screen. I, and I, I wrote this on Twitter, and I want to make sure that I, I'm getting it across properly. He may be one of the all-time greatest people in the world at making a face in the ring. He's like... I can agree with this. He, his ability... And you can go back. You can watch any William Regal match from any year. I, I feel confident in this declaration his face is always 100 percent into it this dude is as good at pulling faces as anybody that i've ever seen and i know, I know face is a wrestling term so it can be misconstrued nobody yeah, no, sells actual... it with the face better than william regal this dude is dialed in to a level that nobody else can get to I, i'm thrilled that william regal you've met, i think you may have mentioned it four times in like the last two weeks how badly you wanted regal involved somewhere along here that he come up at some point and get involved absolutely awesome dude he ran nxt in its prime which for my money is the best pay-per-view run any company has ever put on like more what more do you have to say huh, that run of takeovers yeah. is the best and that's I, triple h gets a lot of the credit for it but the day-to-day -day runnings from anybody who talks about it is William Regal. Like, how do you, what a signing for this company. Um, everybody in the chat seems to say on screen, God, I'm not even so sure. I'm sort of aligned with good friend Jake. Like, go have him run Ring of Honor. There you go, Will Regal. Here's here's your scouting budget. No oh problem. God. Go go create Ring of Honor. Well, I got to tell you, very quickly, I've been talked into that Ring of Honor thing. After <laughs> Friday, I was a little prickly. I was like, and I was like, got to get that developmental tag off there. Not for me. You tell, me, you tell me Bill Regal's sort of running the ship. NXT 2, baby. I think it is kind of just going to be AEW developmental with a couple AEW names. That's my official guess. I don't like the tag developmental. But but I guess it depends on what you what they consider dark and dark elevation. Yeah, I, I suppose that even that term, if, even when I use it, I suppose I'm not... It's not detailed enough to really explain what I mean. We'll my talk brain, more about that Wednesday, yeah, maybe. My brain always goes, man, three developmental shows? That's a lot of developmental. <laughs> really great to see him though uh his value to brian danielson as an act adder i think of like a cm punk 
Paul Heyman relationship where both guys are good talkers in a way that compliment <laughs> one. Um, Mighty Max, sorry, a great point. No, Maybe if Regal's in the back, we don't get three tombstones in one night. Yeah, it was a tombs. What a tombstone pile driver this evening. None of them getting pinfalls. <laughs> and none of them as good as the punk apron one on MJF. I well, no, listen, if we're going to play the nut, this wasn't as good as punk MJF tonight. Then. Which I am. It's a pretty it's a pretty short show. I know. Unfairly or not, I did for the entire fucking back an hour and a half of this thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wake up um, tomorrow and be like, work is not as fun as CM Punk versus MJF was. <laughs> I was like, that'll be my no. <laughs> nothing is as fun. I'm gonna be Most pissed on my life pale yeah. in comparison. I'm gonna be pissed on Wednesday too. I'm like, yeah, Dynamite was I don't know, six and a half, but Punk and MJF didn't have a dog collar match on it. An SUV goes flying into a trailer at the beginning of Darby Allen's black and white demolition video to introduce his match. I love this video. What a turnaround I've done on Darby. I used to think these are like, oh, these sort of goth and weird. And now I was like, this is jackass style awesome. Uh, it's to introduce him, Sammy Guevara, and Sting to take on the AHFO. Okay. The if Mox Bryan underdelivered. This match was not Afo. This match was very good to me. This was this was a reckless romping good time. I don't know how necessary it was on the pay per view, uh, but I had a blast watching this match. Did you like this one, Zoobs? Yeah, it was what we needed to get us to get the this coming out of the regal was sort of nice to get that like okay, let's get back into this home stretch thing because I think again that the punk cloud hung over about an, about forty minutes of the show. It sort of hung over the show of like. You're so hyped from that, and then Mox and Danielson is sort of not is not even if you thought it was good, it was sort of it was like the crowd was sort of choppy. It didn't really. Uh, I think this coming out of the Regal thing was a nice what we needed. Some crazy like a, it was a Hardy Boys match. You realize it's so funny. Right. I was I was like saying I was thinking to myself midway through, and I was like, oh yeah, this is a Matt Hardy match. Like this is this is tried and true Hardy Boys wrestling. The Spanish fly from the top with Isaiah Cassidy and Sammy Guevara. Nutso spot. The table, mostly because they under-rotated and it looked legitimately painful. <laughs> Good way to fucking break your tailbone, but I thought it looked amazing in that way. Uh, outdone moments later by Sting off the balcony. Mia culpa. Jesus, I, Lord. I'm sorry. Sting rules. I'm I'm sorry I said he was he was no good. I'm I'm sorry. I was wrong. You You were right. You were right. Sting's awesome. That dive was get off your couch. Good shit. Not a guy for the empty arena era. I think is what we've learned about Sting. No, no. That's, a, I think, a very fair thing to say. Definitely a guy who belongs jumping off a balcony, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. At the, I mean, at the three and a half hour mark of your pay-per-view, that's who you want taking the balcony dive through four tables. The suicide <laughs> dive that uh, Darby hits on, I think it's Matt Hardy, when he has the garbage can over his head. Can you imagine taking that spot? You have a garbage can over your head, and you just know that Darby Allen is going to come careening into you as hard as you can, but you're not going to see it coming. That's going to be terrifying, right? That's Matt Hardy's fucking whole life, man. What a what a what a king, man. How about the the Darby Allen has the chair on his neck offense? Awesome. To to, uh, I was like, wow, wow. It, Rare that that in those plunder matches you get those moments where you're just like that's. You see it. You've seen you've seen that spot probably like 250 times in your life, and it, with one split second instant, you're like, "Wow!" Completely changed how I thought about that. 
Like completely flip it on its head. Brilliant. Beyond cool. Totally agree. Um, a million cool spots in this. I don't know if anybody's going to be remembering it at the end of the year or if it had a ton of staying power, but it's a fun, okay, let's prompt us for the main event. It definitely delivered, and I thought everybody looked pretty good in this match. Andrade may be one of the like sleeper strongest guys in this company after that three-man tower and then the, the powerplex today. We gotta get, Andrade's a strong dude. We got to get Andrade out of the pants. I think, I think I've realized that's where my – we got to get our guy into some short boys here. Short boy. Get some briefs. Like Come on, this guy's a golden god. He's an Adonis. He's got a long show thigh, sweetie. He's got show me a little leg. Show me a little leg. <laughs> show, me a, show, me a, show me a little leg. Come on. Don't be shy. Don't, don't be coquettish. Don't be coy. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, Andrade should beat uh Sammy on Wednesday. We should let's 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 just get to the Andrade TNT title stuff, right? Am I wrong? You were right. Thank you to Colin the Comic for a subscription. One of the great people I was watching with tonight. Uh, a lover of Jurassic Express's finisher. <laughs> that was a hell of a finisher. That looked incredible. Absolutely right. Supes, do we want to talk about the main event? Or do yes. we want to talk to the main event with callers? Do we want to bring on somebody who wants to talk to the main event with us? Let's get through the main event, and then we'll grab some calls. The Adams are fighting. It's Hangman Adam Cole versus, or Hangman Adam Page, rather, versus Adam Cole. At this point in the show, I think I saw people saying the crowd was pretty burnt out and getting pretty cutesy with their chants. I don't know that I saw the two things as one equals the other. I thought this crowd just seemed, found great humor that both of these guys' names were Adam and uh, Fight for Adam and Let's Go Adam. Adam sucks chance breakout. To me, like everything in wrestling that's trying to be funny, this was painfully unfunny. <laughs> Somewhere Vince is like, see, see, <laughs> this is why you don't give everybody two guys can't have the same name. Look at, yeah. look at, look at this. And you just pipe in the crowd chance. They say whatever you want. Yeah, exactly right. Um, a much harder hitting match than I was imagining. A uh, great false finish at the end with uh, Adam Cole hitting the Panama Sunrise and the last shot getting a hangman kick out. I, I, I bid on that one. A great moment. Um, I thought this was really good. Again, Living in the shadow of Punk and MJF. We're, we're in a uh, post-Punk MJF world. <laughs> Sorry. Post -MJF. Like, I don't know what to say. We're here now. I don't know what to and, say. And, uh, but this was, when we look back and we say, wow, Hangman really put on some great in-ring matches during his title reign. This will sit absolutely chief amongst them. I loved his gear here, the, the rainbow-influenced gear. Adam Cole coming out in Halo-influenced gear, which is the moment, you know, he's not going to win the title. And... Uh, <laughs> Listen, Chugs yeah, Nation like and Wrestling Brain Twitch are now officially <laughs> – he said Wrestling Brain. Say that about Adam Cole in the lead-up to this match. He said Wrestling Brain out loud. Thank you, Adam Cole, for saying Wrestling Brain, which more and more people are. And, of course, we would encourage you to drop a follow. If you're watching this the next day on subscription, we appreciate you. And if you were listening to this as a nasty casty, hell, we even like you too. But would you mind dropping a follow if you're over there on Spotify or a five-star review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, very stiff lariats being laid in. Uh, Adam Cole, no stranger to selling. A guy who's very believable, getting beat around on all the fallaway offense. Uh, Hangman wants to do an avalanche fallaway slam for a count of two. I, I was like, hey, that's a pretty big spot. Uh, enjoyed this one quite a bit, Zeus. Where were you on it? No, I liked it too. I, I like uh, I like seeing Hangman have the power advantage. I think that's a nice, it's a good spot yeah. for him. And and they played that up. Was like he is stronger than Adam Cole. He he, the lariats, the 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 striking. Like he has the advantage here. The 
um, the counter to the Panama Sunrise is the dead eye. Like he it was very much right. like he, he knows Cole well from their experience. He has all the counters and then they get into they're fatigued enough where they finally hit everything. Um, Adam Cole, for all the shit that I give him for story time with Adam Cole, baby, and that we give him for like being a heel who cannot help but do the taunt that gets him cheered. Um, is a very good like professional wrestler in like hitting his cues, hitting the like waves of the crowd, making sure everything looks crisp, totally. making sure it looks good. He is a veteran. He is a very, very, very good wrestler for um, this style, right? He is the like the main the North American, you would say the modern North American light heavyweight main event style. Adam Cole has absolutely down forwards and backwards inside and out. 2AT. So I thought it was a great matchup for Page as he has shown uh, many different sides of himself. He's sort of shown – they talked about it on the, on the broadcast. He, he did the Omega Super Match. He did the Death Match. Now he's doing like the main event – and you say he's beating the NXT champion here, right? He's sort of – is right. he's, he's beating late 20-teens uh, indie. Like he, he sort of is progressing through that and I thought uh, – Basically exactly what you need from your champion here is sort of the, the strong win where he looks more powerful and sort of outsmarts and outlasts uh, the, the dastardly heel. I thought it was very simple but in really enjoyable in that way. Agree with you and agree with McVanderhuis that crisp is a word that really comes up when thinking about this match. Just very well executed. Cole was not especially a believable guy to become champion when I ran the poll over on our Twitter uh, asking who the likely winners were for each match. The one that people were most sure about was the title match. I think Adam Cole got something like 18% of the votes or and something. That, and so. that being said, I, I'm i with you. I did sort of like – I was like, oh, shit. Is Cole about to – like, I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. Both in a row? Yeah. Am I about to get fucking – like, is that is that – right? Cause, because the show – to your point, like there was to the point earlier, there, there was there was no title changes and things had sort of come along at this pace. And I was like, whoa, are they about to throw a huge curveball at me here? And then like, is that what's what this is about to be? Like Cole's about to steal this because of Red Dragon, but kudos to them. One million percent. Anything else you want to say about the main zooms, or is it time to go to the people? Wow. Uh yeah. Um just an, a, a a really quality show. I I hope I'm I'm going to try to revisit Danielson against Moxley before Wednesday. That's a, I would love to hear your uh, refreshed uh, eyes on it. And yeah, I guess we should wrap up the pay-per-view on holes. We'll be losing the casties as we go on to the, the phone calls here. So everybody get ready. If you want to be calling in, get your idea in mind. You're going to have three minutes to get it out. You can call about anything on the AW Revolution card tonight. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so it easy seven for me. Easy, easy. Seven. easy seven. Great show. Please rate and subscribe. You can you can rate on Spotify now if you use Spotify. Uh yeah, that is uh that's the show. Thank you so much for being here. Nasty Casties, love and energy. Oh,